This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. What's happening, fellas? What is going on? It's Friday night. We're here. We are here. And one week before the Royal Rumble, guys, I can't believe it's this time of year. My favorite, time of, my favorite time of year. Right? Absolutely mine, too. I, I um, This is my favorite time of year as a, as a wrestling fan. You know, I go back and I watch uh, classic rumbles. And, uh, you know, Elio has me watching all kinds of things that I haven't seen before. So I'm sure Hell we'll yeah. get into a classic Royal Rumble here soon. Quick yeah. rumble, quick, yeah. quick rumble story. Okay. Back in like uh, the early 2000s, uh, we had this thing here called Starphone. You dialed it up. It was like it was like basic. Uh, it was uh, the precursor of the internet. You want your news, you want your weather, whatever. You dial the num- main number and you punch in the code for whatever you want. They had a wrestling one, and they had wrestling trivia. So this one week they had wrestling trivia five days, all five days of the week, and on the Saturday mm-hmm. they, they drew numbers. Five people, and those the five people that they drew would get two tickets to go see the Royal Rumble theaters. So, really? I, so I was one of the five that got to go to the theaters to see it. Rumble that would be sick. That was a good Rumble too. And, and yeah. it, it, it was a full, it was a packed theater too. Like I'd I sit in the front row, I was like uncomfortable because I had to like look up at the giant <laughs> screen. My neck, your neck, like, you know. my neck was like hurting. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It was, it was at that point, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, but it, it was fun. I'm like, go, go, and like when I went down to the radio stage to pick up the tickets, the guy was waiting mm-hmm. in the lobby. He's like, dude, you know you're wrestling. Yeah. Like you <laughs> killed it on every single question. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. But before we get started, I am your host tonight, the fifty-dollar man, Clay Cummings, along with the Dean Elio Canella. And the original, Ben Pierce. Guys, it's good to be here. Uh, Tony, unfortunately, can't be with us tonight, uh, but he will be next week. So we're going to take over, and we're ready for it. So let's get started. One of our first Facebook posts was, should our truth make a run at the world title before he retires? Guys, I feel like this is the biggest pop that our truth has ever gotten. Uh, T-shirts are flying off the walls. He's funny as hell. He's making good work. He's making Judgment Day a lot more entertaining than they already were entertaining. Now, do you know the story behind that? What's that? It was actually, it was Damian Priest who was pulling for R-Truth to be put with Judgment Day. Like, to work, he wanted to work with R-Truth. Really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's one that was pulled for this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Guys, I honestly think Truth deserves this title run. Not well, not a title run, a attempt at the world title. Just because you think of other people that has fought for the world title before, you compare him to truth. It's like I feel like for how many years he's been in the business, he deserves that at at least for to end his career towards the world championship. Now I'm not saying he should be a world champion, but to have that on his resume, which he already did before, but I feel like now it'd be even even better him being a baby face so i'm gonna go with yes i would like to see it uh what do you guys think 
I'm going to say yes. I mean, uh, they they did it in TNA, and uh, he has uh, gone after the championship before. Uh, that one uh, capital punishment pay-per-view, him and Sean Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to say yes. I'm very dubious. And it's, okay. not because, it's not because I'm not a huge fan of R-Truth or Ron Killings, whatever iteration he, he's using. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's here's the thing. If, if he did go after the world title, I feel like it would have to be with this comedy gimmick because that's what's gotten him the most over. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I feel like that would be the drawback to him actually being taken seriously as a world title contender. Because okay. at least at least for me, when there's comedy involved, I can't take that individual seriously as a um as a world title contender, with the notable exception being Eddie Guerrero, but let's be honest, our truth is no Eddie Guerrero. Not even close. No, 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 no disrespect intended to him, but he's just not. Yep. Um. So I'm I'm gonna say no only because just because someone has been in the business for so long doesn't necessarily mean that they're automatically going to be in a world title conversation, and that's okay. That's not that's not an insult to anybody. It's just not everybody is is meant to be a world champion and it's not it's not as if our ron killings hasn't been a world champion before because he's been an nwa world champion in 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 tna it's just i'm not sure at this point in time that he'd be taken seriously as a world title contender and i'm not sure it makes sense with this comedic role in in judgment day no matter how entertaining it is like what you Very said, uh, not like what you said. Not everyone has to be world champion. Roddy Paper didn't even want to be the world champion. He never won a belt. That's very true too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, let's go to the fans. Josh Sanders says it wouldn't bother me. Yes, he deserves it, and so does another awesome African American wrestler that deserved it. In my opinion was Shelton Benjamin. They wasted him. Okay, I can see that. I can. Uh, Brad Sanders says, yes, he's such a good, uh, such a joking character for so long. It would be nice to see him doing something serious for the world title. Okay. Uh, Constable J. Moxley says he does deserve it. Okay. Yeah, he, never followed, he never followed up on that. Because he Tony did. Asked, Tony asked, I can't explain. He never followed up. Where are you, Constable? Yeah, on, I was man. looking. I was looking. I'm like, wait, where's the follow up? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted that saying. There you go. Why? You you pissed off the Dean, and we're not even 10 minutes into the show. What the hell are you doing? You heard that from the Dean firsthand. There you go. And Anthony King Brown just simply says, yes, yes. So uh, we have the results of the polls from Mm -hmm. Mm R-Truth, and the numbers say, Elio, what are the numbers? Numbers say 76 went with yes. Well, thirty. So, so sorry. Seventy nine went with yes. Thirty six went with no. Well, that's not possible. That percentage isn't possible. If uh, if seventy nine percent said yes, then only twenty one percent could say no. Well, there you go. Either way, they got the uh, yes. I'm, part, I'm so just, I'm just saying. 
Yeah, yeah. But we'll go to our next Facebook post. Which match was better? On Raw, we had Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal for the World Heavyweight title. As long on AEW for the AEW World Championship, we had Samoa Joe versus Hook. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I wish Tony was here for this one. I'm telling you right now. Okay, well, um, <laughs> Clay, I'm going to ask you to uh, just he- hear me out for a second because it you would go be, first. Go ahead. It would be very easy for me to get pissed off and, you know, fly off the handle for justifiable reasons because. Mm-hmm. Because there's no justifiable reason for Hook to have been, you know, one, gotten a World Heavyweight title shot, and two, been Samoa Joe's uh, first title defense as AEW World Champion. There's just no defense for that whatsoever. This was sad. At least in my my opinion. Now, Mm -hmm. as a match, and this is probably going to piss Tony off when he hears this, but I've always prided myself on being honest and, and shooting our viewers straight. As, mm-hmm. a ma- as a match, it was much better than I was anticipating it being. Okay. If, if, <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. It's if, all good. If, if the intention, as convoluted as it is, and it was convoluted because it, it's a stretch to find a positive here, Mm-hmm. But if the intention was to make Hook look like a badass and put him in a better position than he was before the before this match, then they they got that done. Mm. As much as I <laughs> as much as I dislike that, uh-huh. now now that's about as as positive as I can as I can. Now let's talk about the negative because that's so much easier and so much more justifiable. And let's be honest, folks, so much more fun Mm -hmm. and so much more accurate. Yeah. Like I said, realistically, there's no justifiable reason that Hook should have been in this position. And no. that's not necessarily against Hook. It's just he's he's not done anything to to uh, be in this position, not even remotely. No. And and quite frankly, if I'm if I'm Samoa Joe, I'm looking at this like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Because because. Let's look at let's look at a segment of the match itself, and I have a question for the panel here. Okay. Um, in your recollection of Samoa Joe's career, has anybody ever kicked out of the Muscle Buster at one? Not that I can remember, no. honestly. Out of everybody that's went there, and then I had a big problem with that. But you know what? I'm going to save it till later. Go ahead. I, because. <laughs> Clay, I had a massive problem with that. I have a massive problem with a lot of it. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't, up. I don't get it at all. Okay, no. I, 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 re- I really don't. I tried to be fair and and come up with with a positive, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because because I don't want to come on here and and just just. 
you know, make it sound like I'm taking a dump on everything AEW because there was a time when I liked a lot of what AEW was doing. This is not one of those times. No, no. Um, it's just I'm gonna let you guys go now because <laughs> I, I'm I'm struggling here. So what? So which match was better in your opinion? Well, well, there's no argument. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's Jinder Mahal and um, Seth Rollins. Now that 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 being said, okay, I have I have a problem with that match as well okay. because because number one, Seth got hurt in that situation. And yeah, but you really can't blame it on the match, though. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 right. I'm not blaming it on the match. I'm not blaming it on anybody. That stuff can right. happen. I'm, right, right. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying that could have long term uh, ramifications on uh, the WrestleMania stuff. Sure. If, if it's, um, if it's as bad as some people think it is, because mm-hmm. because now we're having a situation. Uh, coming up on Raw on Monday, where he's going to address the situation, and yep. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but in in uh, years past, where wrestlers have had to address situations, it's not been a positive uh, outcome. Not at all. But um, I guess we'll have to see when it comes to Raw. So, that, we'll, know, we'll talk about that more. We yeah, got you. So we'll talk about the match more. Yep. Uh, when we get to the raw review, but yep. oh my god, <laughs> I I I need a break and I need a sip of Mountain Dew. Clay, you wanna yeah. you wanna go here? Well, I'll let Elio go first because I got quite a bit to say on these two. But go ahead, Elio. What you got? Match I found better: Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal. Because why is Samoa Joe bumping for? He's bumping for Hook. Hmm. And when you have someone kicking out of the muscle buster at one, no, no, he, no one, no one's ever kicked out of the muscle buster. Why is Hook kicking out of the muscle buster? Exactly. So for that, I've got something. Which, by the way, I, uh, I did look. The R Truth one was seventy nine twenty. So I was getting the three six. This one mixed up with those numbers. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, cool. All right. This this one is. The numbers are 63 for Seth and Ginger and 36 for Samojo and Hook. Well, the 36% of you, I don't know what the fuck you were watching. Honestly, <laughs> I really don't. Because seriously, Clay, Elio, oh. you know, gentlemen, you guys are my boys. If you, and mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean this in all seriousness. If one, of you, if one of you texted me, called me, said you needed something, I would... I would be there at the drop of a time. But having said that, <laughs> I may not be able to take that bullshit. Okay? Because I'm 36% of people. Yes. I'm, I'm justifying that bullshit. Right? Um, well, well here, here's, here's my thing with these two matches. Okay. So you can say the same factor with Jinder Mahal going after the World Heavyweight title just as much as you could say about Samoa Joe. I'm just about, about Hook. I'm sorry. This was a random world title spot, just like Hook was. So I'm just going to say that before I say anything yeah. else. Gender versus Rollins was more of a believable match to me than it was Samoa Joe versus Hook. Gender has been a world champion before. 
Jinder has also fought Seth before in NXT, you know, and just going off of that, this was a solid match. Now, was it match of the year? No, it was not. But this was a solid match. Seth getting the win here, whatever. I'm ha- I'm I was happy with it. I was happy with the main event because it made me actually look forward to it. Now, going AEW side, you hear Hook getting a world title shot. Why the fuck? We've said it on the panel. Why in the world is this kid who has done nothing but defend the FTW championship all of a sudden going against badass, probably the biggest badass in AEW, Samoa Joe, in his first world title shot, like you guys both said. Now, going into the match, and Tony has said this before, and I, I will say it again on his end. The motherfucker is in your first world title spot. I don't care if it's your fucking character or not. And you went behind your back. Didn't even stare him in the fucking eyes. I don't care if it's your character. That, to me, is ultimate disrespect, number one. Number two, if I was Samoa Joe, I don't care what, how you book the match, whatever. You talk to Hook in the background. You should have shot the, not the shit out of him for that, period. I would, I would have stepped him. Well, bull, exactly. Bullshit. It just it pisses me off when he does that shit. I don't care about a fucking character. The commentary, even with Taz, and this got me fucking shaking right now. Oh, he's a badass. Oh, get him, Hook. You know, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, dude, no. We know for a fact that you're going to be siding with Hook, so you shouldn't even been on commentary to begin with. Right. Get the fuck off. Like, seriously. Well, and, ma- but, and, and they did, <laughs> he did, at one point, he got off commentary. I wish he would have stayed yeah. off commentary. Thank but, you. But, but that being said, can continue. Oh, it's just, it's ridiculous. Like Elio just said, the fact that Joe was bumping for this kid, Joe's twice his size. There's no reason why he should have. And Ben, I do agree with you also. If this was a way to get Hook over or be like more of a consistent wrestler, I can see where AEW was doing it. But you can't with a 125-pound soaking wet kid. You that's can't. Like for, that's like for Hook uh, putting the student bossing crap on Matt Hardy. Yes. You know, it's, I- this is worse than Darby Allen. It really fucking is. It's just about the same way. But the thing is, and and he kicks out the muscle buster. Are you fucking serious? Out of all the people in the world that Samoa Joe has fought and won world titles over and matches over, you're telling me that this motherfucker's going to kick out at one? Give me a fucking break. And on top of that, and this is is no disrespect to T.J. Wilson, a.k.a. Tyson Kidd, but if you want to take it from this from this angle too, right? So mm-hmm. WWE banned the Muscle Buster because un- unfortunately, oh. unfortunately uh, TJ Wilson ha- got his neck broken. Thank God he didn't die. He very well could have. Yeah. Because because of what happened, that's why WWE banned the Muscle Buster, and that's why the um. Coquina Clutch became his finisher in WWE, and mm-hmm. a- after all of that, you can even you can even use that as a storyline. This is the most dangerous finisher in the game. You know, mm-hmm. someone's back, and you got this kid. You know, I weigh more than this kid. Okay, and yeah. I I say that because I'm in a wheelchair. I you know I've had to I've had to learn yeah. how to walk five separate times. Yep. Yeah. You know, a six if you want to get technical, but um, 
you know, but I weigh more than this kid. I have more muscular definition than this motherfucking kid. And, and, and one of my hands is technically dead. Mm-hmm. Okay? But just, like, it's, it's just... It, it's a joke. It I is. Like, like, it's, 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 it's hard to watch, especially when you got Adam Page coming out for the save, and then Samoa Joe goes all the way, and then Hook is like, oh, I got it, I got it. No. If you're this badass, you shouldn't need fucking help. And, Period. And, it's just ridiculous. And so, go I, ahead. Can I just ask, because if, if this is covered in, in the news later, then we'll save it. But I have to ask, mm-hmm. are we going to discuss Tony's interaction with gender? No, I mean, we can. If you, I mean, we already talked about that last week. So, I would, I would just say that. So, because, yeah. Because this dude is out of his fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I don't know what he's doing. I, I just no, I don't either. Wrap my head around no, this. This is this is where Hook comes in because did you hear the promo that he cut on Small Joe? Yes. What do I have to lose with the taste of Are you and, fucking? And he, and he did oh. it while eating while eating a slice of pizza. <laughs> oh, it was pizza? I thought it was quesadilla. Yeah, but no, either it way, it's like, yeah. It's either way, that was so oh goddamn God. stupid. But uh, okay, best overall match, it was Rollins versus Jinder. At, mm-hmm. Hands down. So I'm, that's, I'm sorry, folks. We had to go off on a rant. Okay. We're yeah. we're we're podcasters and sometimes sometimes just by just by the nature of the game, number one. And two, when something is that reeking of bullshit. Well, I just yeah. wanted to get this out that out now, so we don't have to talk about it later. That's where I'm uh, at. With yeah. Because <laughs> well, yeah. by the end of the show, I'm like, okay, I want to be happy. I want to be excited. I, let's just. Right. Bleh. So that's where mm-hmm. I'm at. Uh, let's go to the comments. Josh Sanders had a lot to say about this. Mm-hmm. He goes, "If you snort enough coke, you might think it's fucking <laughs> Joe, but it's not. You're hooked on blow, TK." <laughs> Josh, and, and then and then Josh again says, "Just rewatching Hook versus Joe, and it didn't help that match at all. That match was unbelievable in not a good way. Samoa Joe props to him for trying, but he was selling hard and having a jump hard to try and make Hook look like a worthy opponent. As a wrestling fan, I just couldn't buy into Hook slinging Joe around and knocking Joe down. I agree, I, I don't with that." I don't blame you at all, Josh, because, no. you know, the, the, the whole thing, the whole thing with wrestling, right, mm-hmm. is the suspension of belief, right? The, the yep. suspension of disbelief, the suspension of belief. Um, mm-hmm. but, but there comes a point where it's like, I'll, I'll use a I'll, I'll use a, a boxing thing. You put you put Mike Tyson in the ring with Butterbean. Butterbean's gonna get knocked the fuck out. It's the same. It's the, it's, it's the same thing here. You know, it's just String Bean's gonna get knocked the fuck out by Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like, agree. That's that's where I'm at with it. Why uh, wh- why would Tony Khan even book this? What was he thinking? It's Tony Khan, like Josh said, he's on Coke. Uh, right. Harry Schwartz said Seth versus Gender. 
Brad Sanders says Seth versus Ginger for sure. Uh, Arthur Beltos says Seth versus Ginger was much better. And Keaton Parkey, I'm sorry if I messed that up, brother. Seth versus Ginger easily. Hook is trashed. Uh, I, 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 I agree. <laughs> well, and here's here's another thing. I've seen a couple comments from people who are defending Small Joe versus Hook. Now, prime example for this, you don't explain at all why you pick Samoa Joe versus Hook. Garrett Leeper says Joe and Hook, not really close for me. Why? How? Can you tell me that? And Steve Warwick says Samoa Joe oh versus my Hook. God. What are you fucking watching? Seriously. No. Now, now do you, do you see this? Uh, they were apparently uh, comparing oh. the two matches on Cage Match. They were really? comparing the ra- the ratings and uh, the, oh the ratings God. for the ratings for Samoa Joe and Hook were higher than Seth and Ginger. Who yeah. gives a fuck? Yeah. Because Bill, another okay, one, Elio. I, I'm I'm sorry, I'm, but you 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 bring up. Oh, I'm not the dean. I didn't do anything. I'm the dean. I, I get mad here. <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm not mad at you, but I'm, 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 I'm asking you a question because you're the you, you're the technical expertise guy. Because okay. so, mm-hmm. we've used uh, you know match ratings on our other show as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, with with cage match, I mean, who makes those ratings? Right? It's the fans. Right. There's no. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no um, professional analytics that goes into that. None. Or, or you know, expertise or anything, right? It's like WrestlingData.com, which exactly. is which is a pretty good uh, site though, because they have a history calendar with all results from all the every pay per view. But 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 that being said, wrestle I don't think wrestling data is trying to be sourced as a reason for doing a match like this right you know, and 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 um you know to, for Tony Khan to use cage matches as, as a justification <laughs> for something oh, like it's this it's so terrible it's just ridiculous it's absurd it's just yep. help and me another one billy judge says joe versus hook was much better why? Really? What? I, what are you watching? I don't, I don't get it no more. Sir, and sir, this, please report to the office. I'd like to know what you're watching. I know, right? <laughs> but this last comment, and I will agree 100%, again, Josh Sanders, defending these ma- these two matches, which I love a bunch. He says, if you love to watch Samojo oversell lightweight hook and hear Taz over-exaggerating about his son, had a hot spot where Joe slams Hook through the dollar store announce table, but Seth's match with Jinder means more and has watched more in wrestling. I almost thought Jinder was going to beat Seth. Never once believed Hook was beating Joe. And that should be the explanation right there because that was perfectly said. That's that's what we're all trying to say. I don't know what these AEW fanboys see in this match being better than or Joe and Hook's match being better than Jinder and Seth. I will never understand that. I don't have enough beer to drink in order <laughs> to pass that through. So well, there you, you go. You know, you noticed that none, oh. none of the hookers gave an explanation. And, no, exactly. and that's what I'm saying. None. Uh, I think I think they were just trolling. They were fucking. I, I, yeah. 
anyway, God. yeah. But next, we'll go into some news. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about a couple things. Seth Rollins, uh, as we said during the match between gender, apparently has a torn MCL and a torn meniscus. So, mm-hmm. like Ben said earlier, he will address this on Raw. This is really bad timing. I mean, you can't yeah. control injuries. That's just the thing. Uh, bad timing with the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania coming around the corner, and your world champion. This is, and like Ben said too, normally when they announce something on Raw, this means something serious. And I'm afraid to hear that because Seth has had problems with knee injuries before. I don't know if it's the same knee that he messed up when he tore his ACL, but I hope not. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, another one, I, I found out earlier that Okada is a free agent. Uh, he got an offer from New Japan, which apparently was really low compared to what he was thinking. So is he, guys, in your opinion, is he AEW bound or is he WWE bound? Because honestly, those are the only two companies I could see him signing with. So what do you guys think? If he goes to AEW, I will cry live on the yeah. air on both of my podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Please, no... Stop it. Don't do that to yourself. You are so no. much better than that. I agree. I agree. Elio, what do you think? I think he should go to WWE. And I, I was reading earlier that uh, they were they were looking to get him like for WrestleMania 40. I think Ryan will kind of for WrestleMania 40 after his NGPW departure. Mm. Well, so, WrestleMania, night after WrestleMania. That'd but don't cool. go to AEW, don't go to TNA. No, no. And and I agree with Elliot with that, with TNA. Uh, just don't go to even TNA. If you're hyping Dana Brooke and Dalt, Nick Nemeth, and I don't fucking care about TNA. But Ash anyway, that's all. Ash by Elegance. Ash by Elegance. Are you shit? What the fuck? <laughs> fucking terrible. You know what? At this, point, at, the, at this point, Dalt, he's tapless Tony Storm. Yeah. Honestly, I probably would too after all that. But going back to Okada, to me, this guy's got to be WWE bound. Like we have said before, and I'll say it again, this Okada is an amazing talent. If you guys have never seen him, he's... Okada versus Shinsuke Nakamura, rematch from Wrestle Kingdom 9. Yes, that'd be perfect. I'd love it. I'd love to see it. Now, he has worked in AEW before with Brian Danielson. Again, that was a good match, but... If you look at AEW's past, Okada should know not to go anywhere near that company. WWE, and I'm not being a WWE fanboy. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I never have been, <laughs> right? never will be. But if you want to be Okada main event wrestler that he should be, go to WWE. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say for that. Uh, Elio, what do you got on some news? So I got the Vince McMahon docu-series, uh, Netflix docu-series. Apparently it's go-ahead for the early part of 2024. And they were saying he can preview it, but he, had, he doesn't have any final say over it. Good. That's good. Because I feel like he would somehow rig it to be like, oh, I wasn't this uh, sure. person. Oh, I, I can wasn't su- this. I can see now, Vince. But it's the truth. As you yeah. see it, Vince. Uh-huh, exactly. That will be an interesting series, though. I am looking forward to that. Definitely. Yeah, Especially if he has no say in it. That's apparently, I, I, I was reading uh, he uh, already did some interviews for it. 
So oh, really? I guess we'll but, see. But, but when... see that, that's my concern because how much is he going to be in it? Because if he's going to be in it in a uh-huh. heavy-handed fashion, then, you know, they're going to be painting him with, with through rose-colored glasses, folks. And yeah. to be honest with you, you know, and and I'm I'm not saying that every every possible thing about about Vincent Man is is evil and you know evil incarnate and you know no read that to the territories but but yeah no but what what I'm what I'm saying is you know there are there are murderers and there are horrible yeah. oh, okay. people and, and and whatever we're not we're not talking about about that but I mean. If you want to talk about, you know, a shady fucking human being, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon is in the definition next to shady and grimy and just... That's just, what I was just saying, death of the uh, territories. Exactly. He's exactly. a shady person. He's been a shady person since 83. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. You know, so, if he's heavily involved in it and I find out, I don't know if I'm even going to watch it because I don't know if it's worth it. Nah, I'll be, I'm sure it'll be worth it. I'm sure. Uh, Elliot, what else you got? And I got the apparently there. They unveiled a new uh, lineup for the Dark Side of the Ring season five. Ooh, Each, uh, so apparently, yeah, this is uh, what they have uh, lined up. Uh, the episodes are Bruce Beefcake, Harley Race, Buff Bagwell, Kurt Angle, Chris Adams. Sandman and Black Saturday, which I'm actually uh, interested in watching. If mm. you don't know what Black Saturday is, July 14th, 1984, fans were tuning into TBS expecting to see Georgia Championship Wrestling at 6.05 p.m. Mm-hmm. What they got instead was Vince McMahon, who had bought Georgia Championship Wrestling and took over the 6.05 time slot. Oh. And they referred to that as Black Saturday. That would be a good one. That's actually for 40 sure. years ago. It'll be 40 years in July. That it wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I've, I've seen all the Dark Side of the Rings. I love them. Yep. I can't wait to see the fifth season. And, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, ben, do you have anything else you want to add to the news? Um, I I actually I didn't have anything that I, that I saw. You no. Know, I, I'm I'm looking right now, and outside of um, outside of something that I can mention uh, within the SmackDown coverage, um, mm-hmm. there's really nothing that jumps out at me. All right, that's no problem, guys. I think we need to take a break. This all the matches and stuff has got me all like, bleh. so yeah. let's go yeah. ahead and take a break. And uh, when we come back, we'll have this week in wrestling, the book, and much more. We'll be right back. Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Hi, uh, I'm WWE Superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen. And uh, listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! This is the hardcore legend, Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. And we are back, and you can find Wrestling POV every Saturday on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Now it's time to get this week in wrestling. Clay. All right. That sounds pretty different there, but we're going to go jump right in. Uh, uh, that might be different. Yeah, yeah. Why not? That's cool. That's cool. 
So, yeah, for me, uh, this week was pretty good uh, for the most part, match-wise. Uh, Storyline-wise, was progressing uh, with Raw being with Drew McIntyre and Cody's promo. Of course, we talked about Seth and Jinder having the main event. Progressing for the Royal Rumble. But if I had to point out a couple things from Raw, uh, DIY for uh, Dom and JD was really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that match entirely. And uh, Drew and, like I said, Drew and Cody's promo, really good. Uh, At the start of the show, I thought. I also got Rhea and uh, Becky's promo. Yes. Yes, that that was pretty good, too. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Rob was a, a solid show. Um, mm-hmm. Ben, what do you think about Rob? Um, so I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it from a from an in ring action perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the one match that I would uh, highlight outside of um, outside of the main event um, was. Um, well, cer- cer- certainly not the match I just passed. It got, I don't want to talk about women's tag team wrestling. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Ludwig Kaiser versus Xavier Woods, I thought, was um was yeah. very good. Um, Definitely. I, w- I wish I wish to God they wouldn't split up so many matches with the commercial breaks. Um, it kind of throws it off, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it just... You know, cause cause we got just under ten minutes um shown with this mm-hmm. match. And um, you know, with with the promo that um that was cut right before this match, you know, mm-hmm. I think it would have been so much more impactful had we seen the entire uh, match. But I, I mean, um because you know, uh Gunther, I, his name is Walter, goddammit. Um <laughs> But uh, you know, Gunther pretty much accepted Ludovic back into the fold, and you know, he's proud of him, and he's a badass now because he took out Kofi in that attack, which was absolutely badass last week or two mm-hmm. weeks ago. You know what? Um, I like I, I like this new Xavier Woods. I just think the direction too. they're going and keep this yeah. Xavier Woods. It's enough with the pancakes and all the funny oh comedic stuff. Thank Absolutely. You so, thank you so much to be done with the pancakes. Oh my god. Yeah. Like yeah. just get away so, from the comedic stuff because this guy is good. And yeah. To to follow up on uh on something that Tony mentioned last week with with uh his gear, it seemed like he he fixed that issue. Uh, he, he heard the show. That's what he did. He's like, oh shit, I you know is that like was bad for the WPOB guys. Uh, like Xavier or Kofi? It was Kofi. It was Kofi, not Xavier. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, it was. Yeah. But anywho, um, Ludwig Kaiser and Xavier Woods really, uh, really did a nice job here uh, yeah. with, with this match. And then if, if I had to mention a low point, can, uh, can somebody please... I, I I I beg of you, help me understand why we are constantly, every single goddamn week, getting some combination of Ivar and Akira Tozawa. <laughs> it's getting oh, it's getting. Hey, I, Akira got the win. Don't even go there, Ben. 
Don't you <laughs> dare go <laughs> even go over there. He got the win over a 300 pound Ibar. Now that that's is a joke. Not that's a joke. That's a man. No, hooking Samoa Joe is a joke. That was Ibar <laughs> losing to Tazawa was a fucking good match. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nerd, and then cackle is delightful. You would still the match is just uh, <laughs> terrible. Damn, damn, Ben, I'm disappointed. I really am. That was a good well, match. Ben, office. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed in your taste in wrestling. What are you doing? Damn, that's mean. But anyway, that was raw. Uh, we'll go into NXT real quick. The only Do thing we have I have to. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna I mention. Can't take I, it. Mike. I'm gonna mention one thing and one thing only that was good was the battle royal of the women's match going into a fail four way. Roxanne Perez getting the win. This was very solid. And I liked how NXT did this. The rest of this garbage was blue. Oh my this, God. Oh, yeah. This, now, sorry. This is, go on, go on, go on. Oh, no, I'm going to say my. Say, the Dusty Rhodes classic is cool and all. And these matches are really good to the most part. But that's really the only thing that I had for these, for NXT was that. Low points. It just, the rest of it, it's hard to watch. I, I, don't get me wrong, I love wrestling, but NXT is getting harder to watch. But that, I just wanted to point out a couple high points just to go for NXT. Uh, what would you guys have? Right, right here. Okay, this is, this is what we were talking about last week. Always bring your gear, always be ready. Because what was mm-hmm. Trey Bearhill wearing? Oh, that's, oh my God. <laughs> this kid. When, I, when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, where, where's your gear? I don't even know. I don't even get it. And I'm not throwing that. Be- Just because I'm not an Eddie Thorpe fan doesn't mean I'm going to trade Bear, whatever his yeah. Bear Hill fan. I just, I don't care. These two guys, I'm sorry. I don't see it in them. I really don't. And again, Obafemi closing the open challenge uh, for the uh, for the North American Championship. It's too early for you. Oh it my is. God. He hasn't I, done anything. I can't take no. it. He hasn't done jack shit. I've done more in professional wrestling than he has. <laughs> Good God. But, yeah. All right. Uh, all do we have any more to, I would say, do we have any more to add? <laughs> and no. NXT. No, that's going to head in. Let's go. Move on. There you go. All right. Now we're going to another uh, AEW Dynamite. Guys, I'll be honest with you. Oh, my God. Now, I'm going to say one good thing about AEW. They do know how to do a tribute. And that tribute to Jay Briscoe, oh, my God. That had me me in tears, guys. I'm not joking at all. That that had me on the verge of him, for sure. I didn't realize that it was a year to that day that he passed away. And to do that video tribute, plus with bringing the whole Briscoe family and seeing his two niece and seeing his two nieces, like being able to walk, it's like how could that was his daughter, bro? Oh, was it his daughter? Okay, I'm thinking Mark Briscoe's nieces, Jay's kids. I'm thinking, how can you not get like very happy, upset? I I was getting teary. Oh man, that doesn't happen to me. I'm I'm pretty stoic. Like this, and, uh, this, yeah, yeah, and I, I just had to say that, and, and of course we talked about the main event, 
I'm not going to go into that no more because I just calmed down from that. <laughs> but just the rest of the show, I'm sorry. The matches were okay. I'm not going to say the matches were terrible because I put in my notes, solid matches overall, but it just, I don't know. Dynamite is the same way with NXT to me. It's kind of getting to the point where it's like, I, I mean, of course I'm going to watch it because I'm a big wrestling fan and I'm going to because I want to tune in every week. But it's something's got to change. It really does. I said I said, I said this on uh, on the oh. last show on the last show that uh, Ben and I did. The only mm-hmm. good, the only time AEW's been good recently is the Continental Classic. Yeah, I do agree I, with that. Absolutely. Yeah, and I I have one bone to pick outside of Hook versus Joe because I'm all right. I'm with you, Clay. I'm having an aneurysm. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> I'm having a uh, I'm having a real health crisis over here thinking about that. Um, mm-hmm. but um, Bullet Club Gold and the uh, the, the Ring of Honor six here oh, here we go. go. Okay, now, <laughs> folks, don't defend it on Dynamite. Defend well, it on ROH because. Uh, because we we already we already have an AEW six man title yes. that you're not doing anything with, and then yeah. you're doing you're doing it with Ring of Honor on AEW television. Yep. When, when the the last time you had Ring of Honor heavily featured on AEW television, everybody was now telling you to get. ROH to fuck off AEW TV. I'm still telling you that whenever this comes on because it just doesn't belong there. No. Um, I uh this is this is challenging because on one hand, um on one hand in, in all seriousness, I wanna get behind Bullet Club Gold. Um, yeah, yeah. Because because I like I like Jay White a lot. If you mm-hmm. and um Elio, because we're doing more of the New Japan stuff over on our show, I've kind of delved more into Jay White's history um, over there. And, you know, if you guys are are unfamiliar with Jay White's history in New Japan, this guy is an absolute badass. All right? I'm not, I'm not yep. just talking about his, his history with the Bullet Club. Like, no, if you just... Watch his matches. This dude is a badass, right? He's not just the, the comedic, what you know, whatever, whatever that we're getting here. And it's just I'm struggling with this because this version of Jay White is not. It's not doing justice to his capabilities. Number one, and number no. two, number two. So I really want to get behind him because I know what he's capable of, but I'm struggling and. Number two, why are we settling him with the guns? That's what I think. I I just don't understand where even eight. That's what we've said before. AEW's bookings. I don't understand why you know just Jay White in general, or you know Okada, or even guys like and that Brian name. Danielson. What and do you that name. Think and that name. The Bang Bang Gang. What? That's so stupid. It, it, it sounds like a bad porno. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It really um, does. I, I don't get it anymore, guys. Am I, I really wrong? don't. Am I wrong? No. 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 
Uh, Elio, you got any more? I got nothing more on this show. This show is just the matches went bad, but the best I can give you is that Jay Briscoe tribute. That's it. That was the yeah. high point of the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we'll just go ahead and go to SmackDown. Uh, guys, I think I got to give a hand of applause to whoever did this. Pete Dunn, fucking back. All right. You. I, I was, I was, I was, I was singing on, I was telling Clay on Messenger, I'm like, Ben is going to be super happy. Yes, I think everybody is. <laughs> yes, I As a matter of is. fact, and you, and Elio, you know I hate Twitter, but I, I, I was so happy I had jittery fingers and I expressed my happiness on Twitter. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the fact that we are no longer dealing with a 1940s paperboy bitch, I am mm-hmm. so ecstatic. Okay. Yeah. Yes. The fact yes, that we have the Bruiser Wade Pete Dunn back is fantastic. Okay. That made my that made my entire week. Just seeing Pete Dunn back on there, the Bruiser Wade mm-hmm. himself. Just like you said, Ben. I was yeah. I was so happy not to hear the name Butch again, and I hope no other wrestler has the thought of naming himself Butch. Please don't. Right. Or 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 any or anything similar because you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've I've heard this refrain a lot, but it, it's it's true. So so I'm I'm emphasizing this because it's not me coming up with this, but it's very accurate. Mm-hmm. Okay, but can, can you imagine? Okay, up next WrestleMania main event, we have uh, Cody Rhodes versus Butch. I never thought that. I have as much thought. I have as much thought as Hook being Smojo. That's that's not pretty close. It's never gonna happen. (laughs) Butch is never gonna be in the main event or even on the WrestleMania card. It's just not gonna happen. Nope. But Pete Pete Dunn could. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, LWO versus Legado del Fantasma. I loved this. Here's my thing though. Love the match going into it, but this needed more time. Oh, this that should have been is on that, a pay-per-view. Is that, is that their name now? Are they, 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 they announced that as Santos and uh, Humberto and Angel Garza, they came out to uh, Legato, Del Fantasma, and the song and everything. So oh, I'm guessing okay. that's, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm going at with it. Oh, this yeah. should have been on a pay-per-view, though, not done on SmackDown. This story mm-hmm. could be good, doing really good, but it needs to be on a pay-per-view. That's where I'm at yeah. with it. And, uh, and I gotta say, I hated the ending, though. Yeah, I I did too. It's just tonight's SmackDown was still kind of weird to me. It was good setup between the match at the Royal Rumble, but at the same time, you had LA Knight versus AJ Styles. Could have been longer, but instead, you had Solo attack him, which is like, what is going on here? And then you had Randy Orton and, and, and Solo. Roman Reigns didn't really fix anything. And no, we didn't. Yeah. So yeah. What? So so uh, thank know. you because that was that was my next question. Mm-hmm. So Ro- Roman Reigns shows up on 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 SmackDown and he he comes up he comes through the the the, the metal detector looking thingy. Um, and it'd be like you know did you you know did you fix it? No, no. Mm-mm. Um. Okay, I guess I have to. That's why I'm here. Um, what did he fix? So, well, well, what he was supposed to fix was the fact that the fact that he 
is in a fatal four way at, at the Royal Rumble courtesy of, of Neck Outage. Yes. That's what he was supposed to fix, but no, no, he doesn't do that. Not at all. Instead, <laughs> he signs the contract to put himself in the match. So yeah. I. I <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I, Not at all. I am I am asking it's Elio, you know, and and Clay, I'm not sure you listen to, to our show, the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, but I listen to everything, but <laughs> I hear it all. I hear well, all of it. Well if if you do, um you you understand that the two of the major concepts that I that I look at when I watch wrestling is logic yeah. and continuity. Those right. are two. Those are two things that are that are massively important to me. And in terms of logic, when when Roman Reigns is on the show because it's such a rarity now, yep, it, it's supposed to be a huge deal. You know, it, it, there's got to be like a a very big reason. Mm-hmm. And when and when the stated reason is bullshit. Because nothing, because nothing gets accomplished. Nope. To to that end, and he nope. himself signs the contract to get himself into the match that he expressly said he's trying to avoid. Um, am, am I missing something? Because I I feel like my IQ has decreased. A little bit. I would, I would, I would have to say because it's it doesn't make sense either. Yeah. Um, just the whole thing, and even around the world, I understand the Royal Rumbles next week. You got time to make it better, blah blah blah. But this is leading into it. Like, what do you, what do you want us to be excited for? Oh, Roman came back just to sign the contract. Like he was supposed to take care of business, but didn't. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Roman can put pen to paper. Guess what? So can I. I'm not an invalid. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, but, g- give me uh, something else. Okay. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a grown ass man. I'm not gonna get excited because Roman Reigns comes out and takes 10 minutes to get to the goddamn ring. True that. True that. Uh Elio, you got any more to add? No, no, like he was saying, this is just just a really weird SmackDown. The whole Roman Reigns story um, surrounding tonight's episode um, made no sense. He didn't fix anything. The only thing I I liked was uh when uh was uh main event Orton and um Solo and that uh, Orton getting the RKO one Roman. Yes, yes, then, that uh, was awesome. I think that I was also reading that. Apparently they're gonna they're looking at turning Austin Theory face. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I um, didn't I didn't see anything about that. Yeah, well, see, I, I'm I'm but, just I'm, I think he could do it. I really do, but it'd be interesting to see him as a baby face. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm just, I'm just kind of like you know because when when Austin Theory debuted, I'm like okay, I can really see something in this kid. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's like now Green and once Vince, you know, got out of the picture, and now he's he got back in, and now he's back out. You know, his mm-hmm. his push is kind of starting and stopped, and now it's really stopped. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and and on who's your daddy? Uh, which which <laughs> that that chant really hurt him. 
I mean, oh, it, I, but I did, did, did you notice it tonight? <laughs> did you notice it tonight that, like, when he was trying to avoid the match with Carmelo next week, he's like, I'm busy, but then Grace Waller accepted on his behalf. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we'll have to see with that. So that was re- your review for SmackDown. Um, guys, we're going to go or this week in wrestling, I guess. That was, yes, that was this week in wrestling of everything. Uh, overalls, what was your favorite of the week? So, Elio, right. go ahead. I'd I have to go with Monday Night Raw. All right, Ben, who's your overall? I'd have to go with Monday Night Raw. I agree 100% with you guys. Monday Night Raw was the best overall show for me. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into the book. Basically, what we do is put the most ridiculous things that happen in this week of wrestling, and we just do it for a good laugh because, you know, we need it. We really do. Especially so, after this week, folks. You yes. know, I, I, I really... I, I really don't mean I don't mean to be dramatic and loud and you know I I, I really turned the volume up and I'm sorry if I hurt my co-host ears but some sometimes sometimes the lack of logic and just the bullshit just makes my head explode. There you go. There you go. All right, you guys ready? Indeed. All right. No trick willy shot. Stays. AEW time management. Stays. Stays. AEW's absurd commentary. That stays. Stays. I mean, just like a Taz this week. Exactly. Uh, Don Callis' Harry Potter scar. Stays. Stays. That's getting worse. Honestly. <laughs> it keeps Booker. growing week by week. Every it does. Or paints it, but you know, fuck him. Uh, Booker T's non-game intro. Stays. Stays. Uh, stays. I can't stand it. I can't. Yeah, he did it. This week, it wasn't the, this week it wasn't the theme. This week it was him. No, it was him. Absolutely. Yeah. Gosh. And last but certainly not least, fuck's wrong with Tony Khan's eyes? Stays. Stays. Uh, I, I, I think Josh joins us with that question. Ah, I think he does too. <laughs> but that's all that we have for WPOV, guys. It was a good show. This was awesome. And we're looking forward to the Royal Rumble next week. Like I said, Tony should be on. We will have an aftermath for the Royal Rumble. We're all super excited about it. So, uh, be coming back to us and a lot more. Uh, next, this week, though, we will not have a five second shuffle, unfortunately. So, Elio retains another week. I mean, he's going on a roll. So, let's see what happens next week. I'm going on tour for the week. Don't, 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 don't mess up your phone with tears, okay? We, we, don't, we don't need short circuit. Because you're crying. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. It's all good. But with that being said, I am the $50 man, Blake Cummings, along with the D. Elio And the original. Ben Pierce. All right. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see everybody next week. Peace out.